0: Real Estate Sessions is brought to you by Relola. The Relola app helps agents leverage their local expertise, create a beautiful interactive map of everything you love about your community, from businesses to listings to local features. Share it on Facebook and your website, and it's free for all realtors in 2018. Learn
1: more at relola.com. We're, we're big on Instagram right now, and, and I've seen a lot more agents posting videos of of open houses or, or quick walkthroughs, you know, just really short snippets, but you get to see the agent's face, I get to hear her voice or his voice. And it's just, uh, you know, I feel like I can connect with that agent quicker. Um, so as a consumer, that's something that I would want to see. So uh, I, I agree with you. I think it's breaking through and I think it's, it's really good for our, our industry. Welcome to the Real Estate Sessions podcast. Where industry leaders share their stories and offer tips and advice for real estate professionals. Now, your host, Bill Rissa of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 137 of the Real Estate Sessions Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and finding us and, and checking things out. And especially if you've, if you've, like the episodes and you've left ratings or reviews, I really appreciate that. It helps us grow. And uh, I like sharing the stories of these really interesting you know, real estate professionals around the country. And today's no exception. I, again, I'll be talking to James Roy, the broker owner of James Roy and Associates here in the uh, Tampa area. He's over in the Brandon area, which is a little, little east of downtown Tampa. And I met James through the uh, Greater Tampa Realtors. I was uh, presenting at a, an event this past week, and James actually came. And, and so my first question for James, after I welcome him, is going to be if he started up his Evernote account, if he's playing more with it. But, but James, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Evernote, are we doing anything different with it? Oh, no.
1: Okay. No, we're not. I'm <laughs> going to be honest. I, I can't lie. Um, not yet. It's it, very intriguing, though. I, I got to be honest. I, I, plan on, I plan on getting there. And uh, actually pushing it out to the team it's a it's a great tool, so uh, I'll get there All
0: right and i I have to give you an apology because you and I met about a year ago I, I wasn't here very long, and I'd said, "Wow, I, you were teaching at this same event for for gtar and i I thought, wow, I'll, um yeah I need to get him on the podcast and I forgot, and so thank you for uh, hanging in there and being, <laughs> and being here now <laughs> yeah, no problem uh, I appreciate it thanks for having me. So like like many people here in Florida, you're not originally from Florida. Um no. you have a Michigan background, right? So what what part of the mitten yes. what part of the mitten are you from?
1: So I am from a uh it's a small town it's called South Lion. It's uh about a half hour outside of Detroit. Um when I was there it was all dirt roads and not that many people, and now there's two high schools. So it's uh, grown exponentially and it's always fun to go back and, and check out like the new develop. There's a ton of new construction going up. So now being in real estate going back, it's like, wow, look at what's going on.
0: Let's, let's talk about Michigan for a second. I, I know people, I know I worked with somebody from Grand Rapids, which is on the other side of the state. Um, talked to a couple people that were closer up to the UP. So tell me, tell me what, um, tell me your favorite part, about living and growing up in Michigan, and and we have to have the other side of that. What would be your least favorite part?
1: <laughs> well, the favorite part has got to be summers. Uh, Michigan summers are amazing. We used to always go up north. Um, we had a, a cabin on a lake up north, and you just can't beat Michigan, northern Michigan summers under the stars. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, and then the other part of that is the winters uh you know you might get 4 4 months of sun and then you know 8 months of of nastiness so that, shoveling snow i just i couldn't do it anymore it was uh it was getting to me pretty bad so that's definitely the worst part of michigan i think anybody that lives there will tell you the gray skies and the uh just the dreariness of of most of the year there
0: you know Yeah. The sun not coming out could be an issue. And this is, you know, here's, I grew up in San Diego, moved to Phoenix. Now I'm in
1: St. Pete. Mm -hmm. I have no idea of what you speak. No, (laughs) you have no idea. It's, it's very depressing. It's, uh, it's definitely when you see sun most of the year, it's definitely a a different way of life. It's, it's a main reason why we moved here, but yeah. That's awesome. Let yeah. me let me ask you this, because
0: I, I, I like sports a lot. I, I'm gonna guess you do too. So mm. living so close to Detroit, am I just gonna assume Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Red Wings? Or did you Yeah. Okay, good. Talk about that for a second.
1: No, yeah, it was uh it was definitely all Detroit sports, huge uh, Michigan Wolverine fan. So last night when we played in the national championship, I'm I'm still reeling from that. Mm. But we won't go into that. Uh, but yes, Lions, Tigers, Pistons. Red Wings for sure. Um, the Red Wings were a dynasty team when I was growing up, so that was easy to to kind of jump on board with. Yeah. You, um, you, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I'm still a Lions fan, and I, I've passed that down to my kids. I, I feel like it's some form of child abuse that I could get in trouble for, but we're uh, we're still there. We're still we're still with the Lions. Uh, now the Red Wings, unfortunately, we've my kids are huge hockey fans, and the the Bolts are just amazing here. So. I've actually converted to a Bolts fan a couple years ago with the kids, and, and that's that's a really fun time that we have together We're watching watching the games. We'll get up in the morning and ask Alexa first thing, you know, what was the Bolt score? So they're, uh, yeah, they're really into it, and it's a lot of fun doing that with them. So
0: I'm um, just gonna guess you grew
1: up uh, skating
0: in Michigan. I did. And you played, played hockey. Nice, yeah. nice. So, do you miss that part of it at all? I know you're older now. You're, I'm going to guess you're, you know, later 30s maybe. And so, you probably,
1: I'm just curious, do you still have a, a hankering to get back on the ice? I do actually. I've actually started picking up some hockey equipment. And uh, I actually have some friends here from Michigan that play hockey at the uh, Brandon Ice Farm. And they've been uh, begging for, uh, maybe not begging, but maybe I think it's begging, but they, (laughs) uh, they really want me to come out and play and uh, just time constraints have really hindered that. So I haven't been able to do it, but we still take the kids to the ice rink and, and uh, I love skating. We grew up, my, my dad, we actually had a pond behind the house and my dad would ice it every night or, you know, like dump hot water over it every night. So it was nice and fresh ice first the next day. Wow. And uh, he built boards and, and nets and we had lights and, uh, so we grew up playing hockey almost every day. And that was the only good part about winter was hockey. But then when you get a little bit older and you're not doing it, it's just shoveling snow. So, um, but yeah, I definitely miss uh, getting on the ice. It's, 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 it's my favorite sport. So. Yeah. So that's uh,
0: uh, fondly called pond hockey, right? Oh yeah. A lot of pond hockey. That's awesome. Well, let's see. So I've had a lot of guests on the podcast. I'm just going to go out on a limb and play the percentages. I'm going to assume (laughs) that real estate was not on your radar while you
1: were in school. Am I right? No. Yeah, uh, definitely not. Uh, It's one of those things that everybody's intrigued by, you know? Um, But no, I, I, it definitely wasn't my, uh, my first choice of what I was going to do. In fact, I, to be honest with you, I really didn't know what I was going to do, but out of school, um, I started at actually a machine shop. The auto industry is pretty big in Detroit, as yep. we all know. Yep. And uh, started in a machine shop, I was, I was seventeen, I think, uh, sweeping floors and running drill presses, and fifty-five hours a week. You know, the very blue-collar work you know, come to work every day, punch a clock. That's uh, that was that was my my gig when I first started uh, out of high school, and I was there for twelve years. So. Um, by the time I left, it was actually a much different world for me there. I, I worked my way up into the office. I was designing, it was a, a, a tool and die shop. So we designed dies that created car parts. Okay. And I moved up into the office, became project manager, uh, was dy- designing the dies. I worked with all of our vendors. So kind of went from, you know, your shop, uh, work to kind of a white collar job within the same company. So it was, uh, it was an interesting 12 years. I can tell you that. Well, so you mentioned it's, it was
0: a, we won't call it nine to five. It sounds like it was more like eight to seven or eight to six, but you.
1: It was uh, six to 4.30 okay. and five hours on Saturday, six to 11 on Saturday. So okay. it was pretty grueling. It was grueling. So it, that
0: is like the exact opposite of the kind of entrepreneurial startup mentality of a realtor. So what was, Correct. what happened in your life? What was that trigger that you said, you know what,
1: I'm going to, I'm going to explore this. I want to go this route. Uh, my wife and I got married, and she started going to school for nursing. Before we got to, you know, her graduation and her actually getting into the work uh, force, the auto industry tanked, as just as everything did, 2006, 2007, 2008. Um, so we, or I, actually worked for probably about five years without getting a raise. So everything froze, but we were happy in the sense that we didn't lose jobs. Like, I, you know, there's a lot of plants around us that were shutting down, and, and you know, lots of unemployment happening and they were still paying for our insurance and we still had a job, but you know, everything froze. So when she was, you know, starting to come out of nursing school, we, we had some family down in, in the Tampa area and fish Park ranch actually. And, you know, we came down and checked it out. And so when she tested out to get her license, she got a Florida license instead of a Michigan license. Wow. During that period, I knew that we were, you know, we, we, we started talking about, Hey, this, this is potential. So I started looking at getting my real estate license for Florida before we even moved. So I was actually licensed, I was a licensed real estate agent before we even moved down. I tested in Michigan for Florida um, cause I needed something flexible since so she was going to start working totally different way of life. You know, I was working 55 to 60 hours. She was at home. And now we're going to transition into her working more. Um, you know, and and me needing something flexible. So that's kinda how that wor- that worked out. Uh it wasn't really a plan until we decided to make it a plan and and take the leap of faith and come down. So what year was that? Uh we came down January one of two thousand eleven. Okay. So yeah, January first. You'll never forget. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, 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 time. No, and it was snowing. It was crazy snowing when we left too. It was uh it was it was like You know the epitome of the winner is terrible. We're out, and we we just took
0: off. That's great. So you you come down here. You start with um, I think you started with Colwell Banker, which makes sense for a new agent, right? Because of the structure, training, right? Is that kind of what the thought process was?
1: Yeah. So I had interviewed with Colwell Banker. I interviewed with uh, uh, Century Twenty One, a a smaller brokerage. um, Just trying to get the right fit. And uh, I ended up going with Cole Banker. They had Cole Baker University down in Tampa. So I was looking forward to getting some training and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, so I stayed there for about a year. Uh, I got the training. I did some deals. I actually, like we met at the Tech Expo, um, I became kind of the, the tech guru, I guess, the, the, the tech guy to go to in that office, even though I was the rookie agent I just had the tech background, you know, Facebook page. Like I started their Facebook page and we were starting to do more tech, uh, you know, tech driven things in the office. And so it was it was good in a sense where I got to, to meet a lot of the agents in the office and, and network with them and learn from them as they learned from me on the tech side. And and uh, so, yeah, I I, I loved uh, her name's Debbie. I love the broker there. She's amazing. Chef. She actually lives right on the corner from me. And uh, I, I had a really good experience at Cola Banker. Besides the split, uh, other than that, uh, you know, <laughs> but you pay for, you know, you, you pay for the training, you pay for the education, and, and I was just okay with that. So yeah, uh, the, the, those brokerage models
0: work for people that are just getting started. It makes, and then and then yeah. a lot of people stick around. They they they, they, they whatever it is at the culture or the security or whatever they feel. Um, now I, I think mm-hmm. it's great that the global bankers and the C twenty ones and the KWs and stuff. Let's um, you move mm-hmm. off to though a local brokerage, right? Yellowfin's a small, I'm gonna call it boutique. They have a couple offices,
1: but um, talk about your um, the, time there. I was one of the, uh, actually, uh, my brother-in-law is, is kind of family with the broker there. Okay. Uh, like, through cousins. So, I, I, I got introduced to the broker there. I joined on. Uh, the broker there was a, an old Keller Williams broker who managed 300 agents and then went on her own and said, you know, this, I don't like the corporate model. I'm 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 going to start a more of a boutique brokerage, like you said, and I was one of her first five agents. So when I moved over, um, you know, there's a lot of one-on-one time with the broker and it was great and much better model, you know, you're getting paid twice as much almost. And, uh, so I really started digging into like building my own business, building my own brand. We only had one office at that point, And I think now they have five and they're over in Jacksonville and they had one in Miami and Lake Wales, and so they were, you know, they were expanding out quite a bit when I was when I was there. So it was uh, it was interesting to see, and I learned a lot. And so you you took what you learned there, and you decided to to mm-hmm.
0: strike out on your own. So let's talk about James Roy and Associates, and talk about like is you're deciding to make this change. It's a big leap. To talk about your vision, was it, you know, did you have a number of agents in mind, if if any? I'm not sure. Uh, what's the culture? You know, what's the what was going to be the technology? Talk about your, your thoughts.
1: Well, back in 2014 is, is when I went and got my broker's license, and I told the broker at Yellowfin that you know, I was getting it and I was, I was, I was going to be you know going out on my own. And she actually offered me a, a position within Yellowfin to open up one of their um, divisions. So I actually managed a Yellowfin Realty in Tam- South Tampa. It was Yellowfin Realty West Shore. Uh, and I actually managed that brokerage for uh, maybe 18 months before I actually made the decision to go out on my own. Like it was, it was more of a learning experience. Okay, you know, if I'm going to be a broker, I should probably learn more broker stuff. Um, so it was just you know another step in my training. And then after about 18 months, you know, I, I was ready to just kind of branch off on my own and, and build you know my own brand and my own name and. Uh, So that's, you know, I think September of 2016 is when I started James Ryan Associates. And to be honest with you, and this is probably bad to say, but I didn't have like a specific vision at that moment. It was more like the next step of of my progression. So, you know, when I got my broker's license, it was, you know, I need to be on my own. I I want to build my own brand, my own name. Um, You know, but then I got that opportunity through Yellowfin, so I took it. And so when it was time, when it came back around and, you know, when I was ready, um, I pushed out. But it was more in the sense of having just the freedom and, and being able to be creative with my own stuff, uh, you know, being my own broker, having my own name. So it didn't really actually change for me until about January of this year. I brought in a marketing guy and we, we really got the vision down uh, of what we're uh, going to accomplish and really got the structure down. So. A lot has happened with us in the last three or four months pertaining to vision and where we're, where we're going to take this name. So, you know, as of, as of now, it, it's, it's hyper-focused on Tampa. We put the structure together, the tech structure that we have, supporting everything. I'm part of the committee on the, for, the, for the tech group now. So, you know, we're, we're really branching out and getting our name out, um, you know, just as much exposure as possible through digital marketing and stuff like that. And the goal is to expand into Tampa as much as possible, 100, 200, 300 agents, whatever it ends up being, and then start expanding into, you know, boards that are next to us. So, if we go over to Pinellas or Sarasota, Orlando, you know, just kind of expand incrementally and hopefully hopefully have agents across the state sooner than later. So... We have a very strong vision of, of where we want to take the brand, and we're doing our best to get the structure and support uh, behind us. And uh, I'm just really excited about what's going on and what we're doing. That
0: sounds great. I, I know that I love your background, right? Because you have the 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 building blocks of the Cobble Banker model. Then you experience, you know, what another broker did trying to create her, you know, her own, you know, kind of a mm-hmm. stamp on the state. And now you're ready to kind of do this, the same thing for you. And, and I think it's still, you know, a relatively young age where, you know, you're talking about creating something that's going to grow and build and, you know, be something you'd be super proud of down the road. That's great. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be fun to watch it. Let's Thank you. Uh, talk, uh, we'll talk technology a little bit. Talk about your website. So is that something that your marketing guy is helping you with then or that, that you know, the, the design and creation? And, and the fact that you you kind of run two websites, is interesting. To talk about the uh, strategy there. One's public facing and one's internal for your agents, right? Yeah, so um,
1: I actually do all of the web stuff. Uh, it's kind of my, my niche and, and where I've come from. I've done WordPress websites for, I don't, I don't know, 10 years or 12 years or something like that. Yeah. So essentially what happened with the websites is we, I had jamesroy.net as kind of the face of the brokerage. And then we brought on a marketing company that offers websites that are super clean and responsive and IDX is uh, included in hosting. So it only made sense for me to, um, you know, start a new corporate website through them and then kind of change jamesray.net, the one that's has been known over, you know, last five years or whatever it is, as a more of a training site for our agents. Um, and that entire website is going to be built around, you know, our preferred vendors. Um, and, and a lot of it's essentially just going to be lead generation. You know, there's, I think a lot of agents get kind of stuck on the, the tedious things of real estate. You know, the time blocking and the logo and the, does my website look perfect? And, you know, perfection equals procrastination and, and it's for me too. So I really want to hone in on what's going to help the agent make money, because at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. You know, if you're not, if you're not lead generating and and, and building your business financially, the business won't last very long. So, that's going to really be the focus on that website, and and I'm working on building that now, uh, but it's going to be strictly lead generation ideas. Um, you know, potentially different videos that I and trainings that I found from other people like any 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 way that i can pour into our agents value of how to generate more businesses is, is you know the goal of that site uh, and then the jamesroy.co the jamesroy.co that's more of a consumer-based um site uh it's very clean i i i really like it and it's also an example of the website that we offer one of the website templates that we offer our agents awesome so we hooked up with yeah, we hooked up with Playster. It's a it's a company that a lot of agents are. I think Keller Williams uses them. Um, you know, they have a, a really nice platform that we, we we're actually able to strike a really good deal with them because we we explained to them our model and, and and what we're doing, our vision, and so they gave us a really good deal for us to push out to the agents. So it's uh, we're super excited about that too because you know we're able to give any agent that comes over an entire you know, a suite of tech tools so they don't have to go out and piece stuff together. Like I did for years. Right. uh, And at an extremely affordable price. Yeah. I love this. I love Seth
0: price out of Playster. He's a a regular on the, on the speaker circuit and a brilliant guy. So they, that's a great company. So uh, nice choice. I like that. When I, when I saw you last year at the uh, GTR event, you were talking about video and uh, it, it's only every year, it's the year of video for the last six years. <laughs> but I, think, I think that finally, I think finally it's, that, it's cracking through, you know, that, that, that wall that people put up about, you know, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. But talk, uh-huh. talk about how, uh, how you're using video, some of the things you're doing, favorite tools, where you're distributing it. You know, just kind of give us an overview of what you're doing there.
1: So a lot of my video is uh, tutorials or trainings or you know screen, uh, shot videos where I'm showing agents whether it's contracts or uh, I don't I haven't used but we're actually my marketing guy is now making me do like video promos for uh, promotion for the web uh, to the for the brokerage mm-hmm. so that hasn't really been a huge part of my. Until now, uh, now he's forcing me to do it, but it has been a big part of my business of the backend side of our brokerage. So um, I'll also use like join.me where we can do a screen sharing session. I know that's not video, but it's it's technology and it's easy. Like I, you know, I, I'll have an agent that says, Hey, I need help with this contract, and we'll jump on a join.me session and I'll be able to walk him through it, you know, in five minutes. So and that's a, a huge part of our model also is, is efficiency and being effective with your time instead of sitting, you know, sitting in an office and and, and worrying about that type of, you know, do I does a broker have time for me? Do, you know, am I going to get questions answered? Well, we, you know, we, we do it very quickly through video, through video chats. We've used Google Hangout sessions and FaceTime and, and Google Duo. And so video is a large part of my business, but not in the sense of, I create videos to push to the public. I, I believe that as a, as a realtor, it, that is a huge part of your business. If you're a, a, a practicing agent in the field, that's a huge part of your business because you can build rapport with people without them even knowing you. And I've seen it work so well through um, you know, many industries. Uh, you know, so for us, it's, it's more, I'll post a video and it will go to our private Facebook group You know, with the agents. But I, I'm a huge advocate of training the agents on. Listen, this is where this is where technology is going. You have to be comfortable with it, and um, I, I think you're right. I think it's finally starting to break through. I've seen a lot more. You know, we're we're big on Instagram right now. I've seen a lot more agents posting videos of of open houses or or quick walkthroughs. You know, just really short, short snippets. But you get to see the agent's face, I get to hear her voice or his voice. And it's just, uh, you know, I feel like I can connect with that agent quicker. Um, so as a consumer, that's something that I would wanna see. So uh, I, I agree with you, I think it's breaking through and I think it's it's really good for our, our industry and, and many other industries. I mean, you wanna be able to hear their voice, you wanna be able to see their face and, and you can just create that natural rapport with somebody without even being, actually being in front of them.
0: Right. If we could just get people to get over the fear, because, <laughs> you know, there's, it's It's so tough to, you know, I'm, I'm doing a presentation down in Lee County tomorrow. Um, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about video and YouTube and some, some things they're doing differently. And then I actually will make the room, get out their phones and shoot a video and we'll edit it on an app that I love. And it's hilarious to watch every single time, you know, because <laughs> there's a few people <laughs> we'll pull out the phone and they'll pretend like they're doing it and I'll go over to look at it and they go, Oh, it didn't record. I mean, they just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the training that, that I was teaching that you came to last year, that that whole training was on how to generate new clients through video. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and it's, it's a big part of our industry right now and there's so many different, you, you know, there's YouTube and Insta, all these free, advertising platforms you have so much free um, advertising that you can do and you just have to get over this fear to be able to do it and I'll tell you I'll be honest with you I have agents now that just won't they won't do it and you know they're unfortunately their business tends to suffer because of it yeah Um, so it's it's hard to and, and maybe that's the training that I need to work on right now I think you just gave me a great idea you know how to break through that fear
0: yeah
1: Right let me let town. me know,
0: let me know if you need help.
1: <laughs> yeah, there. let's do it together.
0: Yeah. So let's let me talk. You, you talk about lead generation, how important that is. But but I'm a big believer in you know staying connected to to your sphere, right? So
1: oh, uh, that's a huge part of it.
0: Yeah. So that's got to be part of the training you're doing with your team, right? I mean, if there's nothing more important, in my opinion, to a new agent than understanding the value of a database really early in your career? Cause I'm not sure that's mm-hmm. hammered enough. What,
1: what's your, what are your thoughts there? So I actually created a training. Um, how do you siphon income from your SOI and oh, nice. It, yeah, it's, it, that's the very first thing that any agent should do. You know, you, you map out your database, you put everybody just like, no, like, so I, I was a part of network marketing when I was younger and it's the same thing. You build your database, your, that's your warm, those are your warm leads same thing with your social media those are your warm leads those are people that you know but you have to put them in a database uh and this training that i did we you know we talk about touching them 30 plus times a year through phone calls and social media and postcards and gifts and you know there's so many different ways to touch them but you have to do it and um you know so like part of the tech suite that we give them uh it, it includes the CRM and the email marketing so part of that is already there for you um and it, if you don't utilize it you, you know you're not going to get any results but it's i am a huge huge advocate of that like you know that's that's day 1 of your real estate business is, is setting up that database because that list will pay you for years right it had to
0: be difficult for you moving down here there wasn't much of a sphere right knowing <laughs> knowing
1: no one yes <laughs> yeah so my when we moved down my wife worked uh three or four days a week and as a nurse you're working 12 13 hour shifts so she was gone a lot um it was definitely a struggle when we first moved down here and but i just got involved with with community stuff you know we live in fishhawk it's a it's an amazing community and we have a, a softball league and there's all these different things going on um just in the community alone so i just started doing as much as i could and meeting as many people as i could and uh, you know, now I'm the, uh, ambassador, we live in a, a village in Fishhawk and I'm the ambassador of the village. So I run a, a neighborhood Facebook page just for our, our village. It's about 250 homes. Um, and so, you know, just gaining that exposure, doing whatever you can to get out and meet people and talk to people and network with people. And, um, you know, we've done charity, uh, like softball tournaments here and I'll always sponsor them. So the name gets out there. There's just all these different things that you can do for exposure, um, but you have to do them. That's if you don't do them, nothing's gonna you know nothing will help you. So
0: I'm just going to throw this out there, James. What a wonderful opportunity to break out a camera and shoot some video. I'm just saying, right? Oh yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, So let me let me ask you. You know, so big picture, you kind of you kind of laid this out a little bit earlier in the conversation, but big picture is you want to have a, you want to have a, a a statewide presence, um, and kind of build a company, you know, with it, you're going to have a lot of, uh, management working in different places. Are you ready for that?
1: I am, I am, I am, uh, 100% ready. And it's taken me a little while to get to that point where it's just fine. You know, it's, it's okay. It's finally time to, to get the vision down, get the goals down and, and really move forward and, and, when I brought in, um, his name's Jim, my marketing guy, he's got 15 years of corporate sales training, and uh, he's just been a huge asset to us moving forward. Um, you know, so we, we definitely wanted to get the structure down. So, you know, the the structure, and I'll just quickly touch on this, the structure that we offer, um, it's it's kind of, it's very unique in the industry. And um, we're, we're a cloud-based brokerage at the moment, and we might, Eventually, add some additional offices for agents to work out of. But right, you know, right now we, we look at the you know, the industry is is becoming more mobile. Um, just same thing that we've always talked about in in the the tech world. You know, everything's becoming quicker, more efficient, uh, mobile. So let's create a structure with very low overhead so we can give the agents more at closing, which they can reinvest into their own business and build their own brand in their own name. So our model starts. You know we're cloud-based but we offer hundred percent commission so at closing you get hundred percent we don't take a transaction um, we provide the ENO insurance we provide the paperless transaction software the e-sign software we uh, will pay for up to twenty dollars a year for your domain name we're going to point that domain name at the responsive website that we give you which includes includes uh, hosting an IDX you also get the CRM the email marketing we do uh, training, so like every Tuesday, I have the office open, we have the conference room at the office, you can come in and get personalized training, and then full broker support at all times if you need help with contracts, and then we wanna get you paid to closing. You know, As long as all your paperwork is, is good, we're gonna get that CDA, that commission disbursement authorization to the title company, you're gonna pay to closing, and we do all of that for, it's essentially a membership brokerage, we do all that for $106 a month. So, when I look back at when I started at Cole Banker, it was all right. I'm going to start here. I'm going to pay fifty-fifty split. I'm going to get this training. Well, how can we? How can we kind of touch on that? You know, by providing the training and then also give them a great deal on the back. You know, give them all of the the tools and support they possibly need um, to help them become more successful. So, us getting the vision down and the structure. You know, in January down and really pushing this out um, has, has been tremendous and the response we've gotten we've done networking events we just held an event at the hall on franklin down in tampa heights uh back in march we're going to be doing those events every quarter just to kind of get our name out we we co-sponsored it with a couple other companies uh, title insurance staging you know we kind of brought six companies together that are in the industry to push this event out we had 40 or 50 people show up a lot of new faces i did a lot of facebook ad marketing for that the vision and the goals are, are, are just exciting, you know, and uh, the sky's the limit and and we're, you know, we're full steam ahead. James, I've had you here uh, over the half hour that I asked of you.
0: So let me, let me, I'll, (laughs) I'll wrap up with the same question I've asked every guest on the podcast since way back in episode one. And that's, if you could give one piece of advice to a new agent, just getting started, what would it be?
1: Well, I've already touched on it. It's uh it's lead generation. I, I feel like new agents, it, they, they just get stuck in this. I need to know everything mentality and I don't know enough to get started and I'm scared and I'm worried about saying the wrong thing. Like new agents, if you only focus on one thing, it's, it's to start to build lead streams, whether it's paid, whether it's your spirit of influence, whether it's farming, whether it's whatever it is, you need to start generating leads or your business Will suffer and 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 not take you anywhere. So you know, I'd like to get agents to have three, four, five producing lead streams because at the end of the day, that's that's to me, that's what's going to keep you in this business. That's what's going to keep your family fed and it's what's going to keep you happy. So um, you know, that's that's where I my focus is to help new agents. Okay, let's you can worry about your logo and your website and all that stuff on your own time. But while you're with me, let's talk about leads. For me it it boils back to that and uh, i feel like that's where our best times is, is spent together right
0: james if somebody wants to reach out to you what's the best way for them to get in touch with you
1: info at jamesroy.net that is the um the brokerage email uh you can always reach us at 813-702-1550 that's our phone number uh and then on social media we're big on social media uh, Instagram is uh, forward slash jamesroyd.co. Facebook, same thing, forward slash jamesroyd.co. Um, and, and we're pretty quick to to reply if you reach out to us. So,
0: James, thank you so much for the time. I'm, you know, once again, uh, way late on this, but I'm glad we finally got together. Really a lot of fun, great information. And and um, I just, a word of caution, if you, you go out to play hockey, be really careful, right?
1: You're not. You're, you're not. Yeah, you're not 17 anymore, right? No, <laughs> no, no. I appreciate that. Hey, thanks so much for having me. But this has been a lot of fun. I I truly appreciate it.